You're listening to The Bob and Bo Show. Here are your hosts, Ty Bob, Ty Bo, and Sean. Hey guys, I'm here. It's The Bo Show. Just me. What the fucking grin for, dude? God. This is your cold open. This is the cold open that I don't know anything about that you wanted to get my live reaction for. How's that for a fucking cold open? <laughs> He's referring to the uh, the enhanced games. They are a real thing now. They are a real thing. I cannot wait for this. These are the enhanced games. What do you, just what like do you the think enhanced means, Tybo? I guess I was guessing pre-show that it was like a like a, a penis pumping competition, and like you had to you had to grow the biggest wiener to win. That's the Sex Olympics. Okay, this is the enhanced games. All athletes can be doped up as much as they want for this event. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> what kind of like do they just like do like Olympic stuff or what? I wasn't too sure what all they said on there. It was mostly a lot of like Olympic stuff, but I don't know if they said all the games on there. Did they, Ty Bob? No, they didn't. They didn't. Co- Obviously, there was some Olympic stuff. It was mainly going to be you know running like track and field. You're going to have uh, probably some swimming. Would Your they typical flag football is the question. That is a fantastic. I don't. I don't know why that would, would they bring back baseball. Baseball make, should just make bring baseball back relevant voids. again. Right, just <laughs> everybody in baseball do voids. Uh, anyways, uh, but yeah, it was mainly just the uh, the typical olympic sports but they didn't give a list on everything so uh i'm assuming they're putting this information out there to maybe gain some traffic maybe maybe get some eyes maybe gauge some interest and then really decide on um who they can who they can get to compete in these sports what what kind of money is available to see who they could maybe get interested in these sports there's a lot of money to be made in this sport honestly I would be a consumer, but like to to get to all the markets that I think they want to tap into, they got to do it big and they got to do it right. So if they if they go above and beyond and it falls really flat, it's going to be like the worst business decision ever. But and you know what country is going to be really good at this right off the bat? It's going to be Russia. Russia. <laughs> what? They've been doing it out in the open for a long time. Might as well just make it even more blatant. <laughs> they've got the track history man they're gonna they're gonna show up and show out you know i get the itch you talked about um like they've they've got to go big and extravagant the way to to make an impact immediately there's only one way to make that happen two ways to make that happen number one is going to be like you're in the u.s you've got to get the the big tv corporations behind it you got to get your nbc your cbs TNT, whoever, you got to get the big names behind it. But if you cannot do that, then there's only one route to go. And let's go to the Middle East, the UAE, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> you got to look, look at what boxing's done. Look at what Live Golf did. You have to go and appeal to the interest of these billionaires, trillionaires, however much money they actually have over there to just spend money on what it, they just had the Undertaker hand over the trophy. <laughs> for the Saudi league. Like that looked that looks so Al, Al Nasir faced whoever whoever won that game was going to win the the Saudi cup and the Undertaker 
handed out the trophy. Like they've got the money to do whatever a 10 year old dreams of. So yeah, go ahead and put on the Olympics of dudes who are just roided out of their minds. Those are your only two options. Go to Saudi or, or, or get American TV industry uh, uh, roped into this. But I think it's going to be big either way. And it's not going to be very hard to get somebody on board. I can't wait to see if ESPN tries to cover this story because you know they're just going to go crazy about it, shit on it the whole entire time. This is the real sports. We're ESPN. We're professional. Shut up. Mm. This is what everybody wants to see. You know, I mean, you'll get you'll get people talking about it, though. I what what I'm saying is like. <laughs> doing it big might not be. I don't know, equal to what you're saying, like extravagant or whatever. But the the real kicker is getting people to watch and keep watching. So even if it does get picked up by whatever fucking network, like they got to it's got to be a, a product worth people watching. So. I agree. The other side of that is doing it right. And I think that's the harder part for sure. Who would, who would be a one big time athlete right now, not taking steroids that you would love to see in one of these events. Somebody that probably doesn't take steroids that I would like to see take roids and play their sport or do something else. Compete in whatever that you think would be great for Aaron Donald. If he's not already on something. (laughs) (laughs) Bring Usain Bolt back. Like, get that guy on trend. He'll be fine. I'd like to see that. I'm just thinking like a, a an all star game of washed up baseball players. Like, <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> that's where that's where I think they should start. But why not? Give some roids to LeBron. See what he can really do. My God, that would be a scary sight. Make me even less of a fan. Uh, I'd be excited for this. I wonder, I wonder how real it is. Uh, they've talked about having investors, but we'll just kind of have to see if anything comes of it in the next 12 months. If we don't hear about it again, it's probably not happening. Yeah, we'll see. But I, I think they got a lot of backers right now. They're trying to get into it. It's almost as big as the XFL and the USFL merging. (laughs) Don't you don't you disrespect the rock and his multi-million dollar corporation? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Spring football. It's important, guys. Very important. But something that's a little bit more important than spring football is the Super Bowl, which is this Sunday night. And Sunday, for everybody Sunday, there, Sunday. We have Bruce Buffer announcing it. I can't wait. That's gonna be exciting. But before we get to that, we got some trivia to come at you guys this week. Uh I lost it's, last week, so fun and Sean. I'm the moderator. Both of you are one and one. I'm going for the I'm going for the belt here. Uh, we'll see. What? Yeah, you won last week. You're right. You're right. How's how's he's only, So he's only one and one. We're he's only one and zero, oh, and we're both oh, yeah. Two. Okay, okay. I got it now. You got it. No time was zero and one. I'm the only one that is two. Oh, that's true. That's true. I digress. I digress. Ah, you guys ready? Okay. I got it. Yeah, First hand up. Score up. First hand up. Let's see what happens here. Wait, I got to put my pipe down. There we go. <laughs> Which teams hold the record for most Super Bowl losses? Tybo? 
Bills and Vikings. Wrong. Damn it. Um, is it is it only two teams? Two teams. I'll go. Um, I didn't see hand raise. He's guy. Uh, I'll go. I'll go. Bills and um, ah, geez, uh, B- Bills and Eagles. Wrong. Uh, it is the Patriots and the Broncos. Most Patriots losses? and Broncos. Yep, five, five each. Interesting. Sucks to be them. Next question here: uh, Which two teams have faced off each other the most in the Super Bowl? Uh, Tybo. The fucking. I give up. I forgot. <laughs> <clears throat> it's uh oh, come on. Now, this is the second for the Chiefs and Niners, so it's not them. It's got, you got to up one up that. Tybo, again. No, it's not a good guess. <laughs> it's not a good guess. Nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> this uh does it I'll go. Um uh, Bob, Bob. Patriots Rams. Wrong. Okay. Can I guess one team? Yeah, you can guess one team. Invo- does it involve the 49ers? No. Damn it. Uh, it's Thank you. It's Any hint? It's uh it's Packers Colts. I don't fucking know. No, it is. You guys ready? You wanted a hint? Go ahead. I, I kind of want you guys to get this. Okay. Uh, Steelers. Steelers versus Cowboys. No. Hint. I wondered if Steelers was it. I thought about guessing the Steelers. Zero points for each sides. Three times. Just three. Just three. Okay. I was thinking of a lot of twos. There's a lot of twos in there, but we had it one up it to go to three. Uh, here we go. Here we go. How much does the Lombardi Trophy weigh? Fuck. Twenty-two and a half pounds. Ty Bob. Uh, we'll go. We'll go twelve pounds. Wrong. Tybo. Sixteen pounds. Wrong. Both are lower. You gotta go lower. I'll give you guys another chance. At this. Tybo. He he was there, man. <laughs> 4.5. Wrong. <laughs> Ty Bob. Seven pounds. Correct. Oh my God. Let's go. <laughs> He's got a half a point on the board. Half a point? Okay. All right. Uh this is uh this is a multi-team answer here. This there is are question number four. Question number four. It is. There are five teams. I'll wow. give you a half point for each team you get. Okay. What teams have only ever won one Super Bowl? Shit. The Seahawks. Ty Bob. Ty Bob. He added up. He added up. That's. We'll go Seahawks. 
Correct. That's so fucking lame, dude. I can't. Dolphins. Play by the rules. Nope. Ooh. That's interesting. Uh, the Eagles. Whatever. That's three guesses. Uh, we'll go. Uh, wins. They don't have a win. Uh, Rams. That's four guesses. All right, that's it. I got those two. All right, all right. Tabo, you want to finish it out? I'm gonna, fu- I'm gonna fucking try. Let me think. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a toughie. Uh, they only have one. So since you already got two out of the way, I'm gonna go ahead and give Tabo a little hint here. Uh, they're they're shit teams. Well, let him let him guess a little bit. Jeez, it was gonna take him forever, man. I, dude, I'm whatever you fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not right. Not right. They got two. They won before Brady guy. Oh, damn it. I forgot about Brady, actually, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, dude. No, no, no. This is so hard. Um, New Orleans Saints. That's correct. One One out of two guesses. (laughs) You got three more. Use them wisely. Thank you. I'm I'm trying. (laughs) We got the. uh... (laughs) The Jets. That's two. Let's go. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I gave you the Seahawks too. I fucking gave you the Seahawks. You, you I should sure be three right now, and you should be one. Uh oh, okay. I have this though. I got this. I'm going, I'm going division by division, dude. Uh I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm I'm trying to speed it up. Uh, I want to add a little pressure to you. The the Chargers organization. Chargers. That's two out of four guesses. Damn it! I think I still have a guess available. Yeah, you do, but he's got to finish his uh his guesses here. No, actually, you conceded your guess. Fair enough. Um. Damn! Didn't damn, want to take damn. up all the damn show time. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm trying to win, though. Um. I'm just gonna. Um. Ah, shit. This is hard. This is tough. The Panthers. It's not right. They haven't won. No. No. It was the last team was the Bears. The Bears. They only won once. Only one. That's a lie. You sure about that? I mean, are you, you sure about on, that? Are you on it? Are you googling it? I'm I'm on it. They've only won one. Let's let's take a look here. Other other ones were pre Super Bowl era. Oh, um, okay. Let's take a look. Yeah, let's all take, right. Take a little fair look enough. Here. 
Fair enough. You questioning the moderator? <laughs> you didn't think he moderated these questions well enough? All right. All right. Well, we we got a close game here. Uh, one and a half, half to one. 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 Yeah, you're still a half point up on me, right? Yep. Uh, what I is the highest Seattle? You cunt. <laughs> <laughs> what is the highest score ever by one team in a Super Bowl? Typo. Forty-eight points. Wrong. I know I'm close. You're very close. Typo. Thirty-seven. Wrong. Typo. Forty-nine points. Wrong. Typo. Fifty-two. Wrong. <laughs> Typo. Forty-four. Wrong. Typo. Fifty-five. Correct. We have a. Let's tie go. Game we have a tie game. That was by the San Francisco 49ers in Super Bowl twenty-four. And finally, for the last tiebreaker here, since it's tied one and a half to one and a half somehow, uh, most touchdowns in Super Bowl history, not most touchdown receptions. And Most touchdown receptions in Super Bowl history? Yes. Jerry Rice. Yes, I got it. Yes. <laughs> Without raising his hand. I did too. I did this. This is fake. He pushed what? Into the you camera. can roll the tape on that. Fake news. <laughs> uh, do you care to, care to guess how many he had in history? Um, That's tough. In, in the playoffs, um, just Super Bowl. No, no, no. But yeah, I it was like it was like fourteen. I want to say so. It's got in the playoffs. Oh, in the playoffs, yeah, yeah. So it's a fra- it's like a fraction of that. So I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess five. No, uh, Ty Bob, you want a chance to steal it? It uh, seven. No, sorry, he did not steal it. Uh, the correct answer was eight. He actually had three in one game, but eight in the Super Bowl. Pretty that's impressive. A lot. I think that's a is to only have six other touchdowns in the playoffs or something. For like Jerry that. Rice, yeah, yeah. Shows up where he when he needs to, though. I guess. Shout out Jerry Rice. And you wish, you wish you could look as good as he did does when you're that age, Ty Bob. Baldy. I couldn't tell you what he looks like now. I, you don't know what Jerry Rice looks like? Uh, roughly. Well, there was there was uh, the commercial or whatever they did with a bunch of old guys and like Jerry Rice and Emmett Smith and Dan Marino. There, There's like, you haven't seen that bit at all? I barely watch the commercials when they're on. It's, Unless it's, it's the Super like, Bowl. It's I don't been like it. memed and shit. It. It's been put on social media and other on other facets. Like it's not just the- I mean, I'm sure I'm sure I have. <clears throat> Jerry Rice is just... iconic and I know what he looks like. I can I can picture what Jerry Rice looks like right now. <laughs> not a football Congrats. fan. Congratulations. Not a football fan, not a Chiefs fan. I don't even know why you do this podcast. <laughs> what does Jerry Rice have to do with the Chiefs? He he doesn't, but this is also playing back on like you not picking the Chiefs for games. We haven't picked this game yet. Uh it's fine. <laughs> you have picked against the Chiefs in the past. I'm, I'm just not a homer, you know. He's a fair weather fan. As some would say. 
He only started liking the Chiefs whenever Taylor started liking the Chiefs. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a Taylor fan. <laughs> I'm a Taylor fan. What do you expect, guys? Listen, I'm uh I did not think we were gonna get here. I called us a one and done. There was a lot of people in Kansas City media that called us a one and done that said we weren't even making it to the playoffs. Those are pessimists. And yet little here we faith. Are. Pessimists. Faith. Ye of small wieners. You don't believe in Pat Mahomes, you have a small wiener. <laughs> That's what I said. And if you do, you may still have a small wiener. So how do we feel no. that Pat Mahomes is going to stack up against this uh, San Francisco defense? Colin Coward, uh, a guy who you typically don't want to side with in any argument because he never actually speaks the truth. It's just usually a bunch of dog shit that comes out of his mouth. Um, was calling uh, San Francisco's defense name brand and the Kansas City's defense Walmart brand, but obviously a much better. He, he was saying that's it was the non-name brand, but it was a much much better quality. No, than that's the not name what brand. He, that's not what he said. That's not what he said. What did he say? No, he's saying that good defense for the 49ers is their brand. As especially the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, good defense is not our brand. It's been high flying good offense. I literally quoted brand. him word for word. He you called did not. the San Francisco you know, defense. Watch no. the whole video name that brand. The group. If that's what you're trying to pull, I back didn't on watch your video not, in the group. I was referring to well, it's other videos fucking, that I've seen. The same seen. clip that you said they were about. name brand. He did not. Everybody knows the players who play for the San Francisco defense. <laughs> The everybody players who play for Kansas City have a good defense. And not everybody knows the Kansas City players' names no. that are on the defense, which is why they're not the, name the brand. Way, the only way you win this argument if you can, is, is if you can produce the other video that you're talking about. I didn't say I was producing another video. I don't know what your video was. I didn't watch it. You fuck. <laughs> it's Colin Coward. Talking about the 49ers and the Chiefs and talking about Brands. what what brand of a team that they are. And traditionally with Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs aren't known for a good defense. The 49ers, for a long period of time, have been known for a good defense. Name brand but versus in not that name same brand. video, in that same video, what I just he said. says that we are this better. Guy. That's I didn't say he didn't. Walmart or off I, brand fucking, that's I didn't not, you're, say you're, he. I actually said what was. Well, I actually said <laughs> he said our defense was better. I was just going with the name brand versus non name brand thing. Quit derailing the show with your nonsense. You. I literally <laughs> just said the same thing that you no, said. I wasn't no, saying that was not dumbass. the same thing. That was not the same thing. I'll, but I'll stop talking. I'm the dumbass. Carry on. <laughs> Carry what, my brother? <laughs> and like I said at the beginning of the show, it is the bow show. That's what we're rocking with here. It's uh, smooth sailing in Chiefs Kingdom, baby. 
We got a Super Bowl matchup coming up. Pat Mahomes versus the San Francisco 49ers defense. It's going it's gonna, it's gonna to get chippy out there. Pat Mahomes is going to go full petty pat and score six touchdowns. Two with his feet, four through the air. Two by feet, four by air. I like that. Yeah. Will uh, will they come up with the all time scoring record now? They they they're going to beat fifty five. Niners defense hasn't played a six, very six good quarterback. Seven. Six times seven is only forty two. Defensive touchdowns, <laughs> go touchdowns. Like there's more than just a game than Pat. Damn it. No. No, Pat's gonna Pat's gonna be responsible for all of our scoring. Forty-two points. I originally said 31-28, but now now I'm in my petty pat phase. I'm in my petty pat era. There's quite a few people that think the the Chiefs are gonna score above thirty-two points. I, I'm just listening to all the score predictions that have been going on this week at, at Radio Row. There are a lot of people who think the Kansas City Chiefs are scoring that both teams are scoring very high. That we could see over, like, uh, over, if, if we took the over under, the over would be above 57 uh, points, I think, if I was to guesstimate. I just don't see that happening. That <laughs> That's not going to happen. We we have not shown that we do that in this playoffs. The only game that that was against was kind of like the Bills, but even then, we kind of stalled out at times and not even pushed it to the limit of what we could actually do with this offense. I, th- I think we push the limit on what we can do with the offense in terms of scoring points. Now that doesn't mean that we can't control games, but also to think that the 49ers are going to put up over 30 points themselves is also ridiculous. We're the only defense in the league that hasn't allowed that. While the San Francisco 49ers have allowed it three times this season. Yeah, I think we just match up very well against the 49ers defense. Uh, They're definitely a lot weaker than the last time we played them in the Super Bowl. We played them last year, and we scored the most points against against them last year as well. So we have the Niners number, it looks like, really. And we love to score uh, points against them. Do we remember who was quarterbacking that game? Was that like, was that like Trey Lance or some bullshit? Uh, I believe that was uh, Jimmy. Jimmy G? Yeah. Jimmy G. Yeah, Trey Lance didn't really play until last season, and then he was out for like week. Jimmy Jimmy G played with Christian McCaffrey because we. I'm talking about the the first McCaffrey's first game with uh, San Fran. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't think their defense is that much different than at that moment. Uh, I mean, minus uh, the addition of Chase Chase Young, I guess. But then we. He's gonna matter. We took a Minihu off that defense, did we not? We did, uh, but they have Chavarius. They have Hargrave. They had Chavarius last time too. Yeah, did they? they? Would, okay, yeah. So, so Chavarius is a new, but Hargrave and because uh, Hargrave was with the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, so they've got Hargrave and they've got um, Chase Young, who honestly has not produced this year for that defense. For as good as they are, and again, we've talked about how good that linebacking core is, uh, how we know how good Javarius is. I don't know if their defense is really that good. I don't know. They they got a lot of names <laughs> for their name <laughs> brand, <laughs> bro. 
Uh, but if you look at what's happened in the playoffs, team subpar uh, Green Bay, subpar rushing attack in Green Bay put up over 150 rushing yards, and then they gave up a shit ton to the Lions as well. I know a big chunk of that uh, was the Jamison Williams little end-around thing, and that kind of thing can happen to any defense out there. But as we've talked about before, if we stick to what we know is going to work for the Chiefs, a lot of rushing with Isaiah Pacheco and stick to your two main targets and Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey, there shouldn't be anything that they do that can stop us. If Pacheco gets between like 80 and 120 on the ground, you know, we're, we're going to be, we're going to be cooling. How do we feel knowing that Joe Tooney hasn't been ruled out, but most likely will be um, ruled out and not playing in this game. That means Nick Allegretti is going to have to step up. Uh, We've, we've seen him play obviously last week against the Ravens. Their defensive line isn't nearly as good as this 49ers defensive line. We've also seen him the last time in a Super Bowl having to play against Tampa Bay where he got absolutely destroyed. Do we have confidence that Nick Allegretti can step in for Joe Tooney against the defense of, of this caliber comparatively? I think I have the utmost confidence in Nick Allegretti in stepping into this role right here. Uh, I would argue the Ravens defense was a lot better than the Niners defense this whole entire year, and he played great against them for what he was doing. Uh, He has better players around him this time. He doesn't have other second or third stringers playing next to him on the starting lineup this week. So he's going to have a much better uh, Super Bowl this year than he had in the past. Allegretti isn't like any like you would talk about like a baseball hometown prospect, but like he, he damn sure feels like it. He's been with us for a minute and he's definitely gotten better since that Super Bowl. Um, But if you look at what happened to us in the Ravens game, I think Trey Smith was having more problems than Allegretti. So, um, sure, we need to. I mean, we need to keep eyes on on the guys up front and make sure those guys are still executing. But uh, Trey Smith is the guy that I think we might be focused on a little bit more than Allegretti because uh, he, I won't say got exploited, but he definitely had his problems in the in the Ravens game. Surprising you. you- Sean, you would say the defensive line for the Ravens was better for better than the 49ers defensive line? I think he said the The Ravens defense defense. performed better this year, but I would agree. That's where I would say you guys like to to shit on them a little bit, but I would say the Ravens front seven is just as formidable as what the Mm -hmm. Niners got going on. And they were while the Ravens were good. They were also 22nd in pressures created. They also uh, were uh, 15 or below in, in run defense. Comparatively, that's not it's, it's still it's not the same as the where the 49ers the NFL. are. Yeah. And that's because they have really good DBs. Again, I think it's their back seven that is really fantastic comparatively where their defensive line is, is not creating uh, the, the, the issues. Whereas on the 49ers side, that defensive line is creating all the opportunities for the, the DBs to be able to play the way they, they do and still get tore up uh, as we've seen in the playoffs. Like you had, like you guys had said against green Bay, really sloppy. They let up a lot of rushing yards that they shouldn't have got passed on quite a bit by, and, and made a, uh, made Jordan Love look really, really good when he's 
clearly not that good uh, and also gave up a lot of early points to the Detroit Lions in the last game with just being able to come back. The main thing I'm looking at right here is how they played in the playoffs so far. and Not good. It's not good at all. Well, because they tend to get more pressures and the, the philosophy of their defensive coordinator, they like to rely on those pressures and not necessarily stack too many people in the box. That's a big reason why they got gashed in the playoffs because that was exploited. I think the biggest story is going to be how soon do they make that adjustment and go to man or do they stick with man and does that shut us down? Because that's – if you can do it effectively, that's probably your one way of stopping our offense. But if you can't if you can't get Travis Kelsey accounted for in that man-to-man, then it still falls to shit. So – um, they obviously did much better in the second half and they're a team that knows how to make adjustments. I think if they can make those adjustments on the fly, if they're getting exploited in the first half, this game's going to be pretty tough, but, uh, we know the chiefs like to get out to hot starts. So, um, I'm kind of expecting an explosion from us in the first half and then maybe one or one touchdown and a field goal in the second half. Are you expecting for our streak to continue of uh, first opening drive scoring touchdowns in the playoffs? At least, what are we up to seven? Seven? Eight I think it's more than possible. I think I think we have the script writers to put something pretty nice together, man. Andy Andy Reid's just—I mean, he's the father of everybody in the NFL as far as making making a good first fifteen or a first thirty. Well, that's the route you were going. I thought you were going with the NFL script writers. Not those. Not those. Play, <laughs> play script. The what the and I'm sure there's options in, built into our offense, tending like on on how the play flow goes and and all that junk. But as far as setting a plan to begin the the beginning of games and like coming out of halftime, I don't think there's anybody better than Andy Reid. Oh, agree. Plus, don't forget the Andy Reid off of a bye is what one loss in his career, um, maybe two losses in his career. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous that off of a buy and this and this uh, counts for that. I would say we need to rely heavily, continue to rely heavily on Pacheco as we have this entire postseason. Continue to do that. Give him fifteen to twenty two carries. He's going to have to be the guy that does that, manage the clock. But at the same at the same time, like you said, Tybo, they're really going to be focusing on that man-to-man effort. I think they're going to be doubling up Kelsey. It's not really going to be a lot of zone, which our team, um, at least the way that Andy runs the offense, is but that's, much that's more way, built That's the way for. they're going to start out. They want to they want to stay in zone because that would mean they're being more effective up front. But yes, that's, that's where we got to hit them hard and fast. And what I would like to see to to bust that zone early, early on uh-huh. is a lot of what we saw uh, uh, in the Ravens game that got the big plays going. The uh, quick bubble screens to receivers uh, or the uh, inside screens as they run through the, the play where... Um, uh, uh, Rasheed should have scored on, but they called it back for a bogus hold uh, on Trey Smith. Uh, those sorts of plays, we've get the quick screen, everybody's set. Uh, those are the types of plays that are going to go ahead and beat this this man front uh, shown against the 49ers. They're fast, they can react really quickly, but if we start to draw them out 
one way or the other, uh, that's where Andy is going to start thriving, uh, even with the limited resources that we have uh, on the offensive side at, at receiver. Yeah, I'm honestly expecting if we go to anybody besides uh, Rasheed, Travis, or Pacheco, we're going to have trouble, not get very much yardage, and stall out. Yep. It's going to be just going back and forth with those three guys over and over and over again. Don't forget, Pat's going to be probably running quite a bit. If if you're a better, the over under, um, I, I'd said I, if it's at uh, what, let's say twenty eight and a half uh, rushing yards, definitely take the over. I would I would guesstimate that uh, I, I would guess that Patrick Mahomes rushes for fifty six yards in the Super Bowl come Sunday. And don't forget, this is uh this is also a playoff game. And we have not had a 100-yard playoff game from MVS yet, so he's bound to go off as well. So definitely take the over on that, too. Don't forget, the last game MVS will play is the Kansas City Chiefs, so he's got to let his legacy <laughs> shine out one way or the other. It's either going to be really, really good or it's going to be really, really bad. How do you know that? Because uh, he's definitely getting cut so we can save $12 million in cap space and actually bring in a real receiver this <laughs> next year. Oh, man. It's a cold world out there, <laughs> uh, but I'm 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 about that action. Please, cut I'm pretty confident. Uh, surprisingly, for for as uh, limited as I know this offense is, I give in the skill position, but in the way that, like you said, Tybo, the the script writers uh, for this Kansas City Chiefs team getting. The the play calling in adjusting, I, I'm I'm a little nervous for Nick Allegretti. Um, again, he played really good last week, but hasn't really hasn't really had a test. This week's going to be tough. Can't question um, the man's passion. I think he deserves to be can't there. Question his passion. I think, I think he's ready. His interviews are are really really cool to see, uh, but he does being out there as a starter make me a little nervous. Gotta believe. I'm expecting a big man touchdown in this game, at least one. Do you Something think crazy on the goal line? Do you think they slide Creed or they keep Creed at center? Because they've, they've um, talked about that as a possibility on the offensive line before having yeah. Allegretti play center. Um, no you, different hands. Just, just different quick. Hands. What are your thoughts? I think if if we are to move, Allegretti will start. If Allegretti plays poorly and we need to make a switch. Oh. Creed gets, I'm asking, I'm asking, does Creed play left guard and Allegretti play center, or does Allegretti stay at the left guard and Creed? Allegretti stays? stay in left. We can't switch. Allegretti it up. stays Patrick's left used guard. Left-handed center for two years now. And I would say that it should Creed need to slide out. Um, Allegretti would not go to center. I think we'd bring uh, Austin Ryder in. No, Allegretti's listed as the backup on both the center and the left guard. And I know. Um, in mid game when shit, uh, our left tackle Donovan Smith went out. Um, I they were talking about the different ways that that Kansas City could shuffle the line, and one of them was proposed that Tooney slide out, Creed slide out, and you stick Allegretti at the center. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I, I there's no be writers been a if there's problems before. I wouldn't be surprised if there's problems that something else was tried. Like if, if one look we were getting with like Allegretti was getting beat real bad and we really wanted Creed to be in that spot. Like 
maybe there's a chance, but I mean, there's, there's a lot to say about the continuity of a center and a quarterback. So. How big of a factor do you guys think Nick Bosa is going to be? Obviously he's going to be a factor, but we're going to hold him all day. (laughs) In more ways than one, baby, we're going to hold his ass all day. The 49ers. He's going to have some fucking turf pulled out of his. I don't even know what kind of, if they're playing on real grass, he's definitely going to have real grass. Yeah, if they play on they play on grass, he's gonna have some shit getting pulled out of his helmet, out of his face mask. But the 49ers beat larger babies. I mean, how many excuses and complaints could we have this week? I think they personify the California elitist lifestyle to perfection, bro. Like looking down upon <laughs> people who have less, like they're just rich, entitled fucks. They're mad because the practice field sod is a little too wet. They're the the fire field game, bro. Field home. game, dude. <laughs> Turf game. The fire alarm at their hotel went uh, off for ten minutes. Like <laughs> so, uh, Nick Bosa is, is up there complaining that Kansas City's offensive line holds a lot. Like their owner is up there making complaints about. Penalties. You like to say the end four years ago. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) I I am dumbfounded at the amount of excuses that this team is pulling out prior to the game. They are talking a lot of shit. There's excuses. There's crying. There's whining. It's not just by players. It's by executives. It's by coaches. I have never in my life seen a team complain this much and make excuses prior to the game being played. Well, and the Bengals. they are captain of excuses. You go back to last year and the whole quarterback. We had Brock Purdy. Yeah, we yeah. would have <laughs> had a quarterback. We would have won. Fucking suck it up, bitch. Play some and, ball. <laughs> it, it sounds to me like they're already expecting to lose. Like yeah. the, the the way that because they speak, the other, that's the mentality. The script providers that are actually like putting in work to put <laughs> Kansas City in the position. Like, yeah, we the NFL script writers. Yeah, NFL script writers really wanted a flyover state, like middle of middle of the middle of the country, like market team to be the face of the NFL. It's all for Taylor, man. This is all centered around thirteen. Yeah, plus bro. five plus eight. 1387. <laughs> Travis Kelsey? No, that wasn't the right one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh how do we so how do we feel that uh, that Joey Bosa, you think he's just gonna get held a lot, flop Joey? and cry like his like his brother Joey, he's just gonna pull a Joey? That's a fine. Uh, That's we're, a fine. We're, yeah, I'm way ahead of you, dude. <laughs> did I did I say Joey? Oh, yes. You okay. said Joey Bosa. Well, I digress. I mean, I mean, is he going to act like Joey? I feel like he is. <laughs> the is the he Bosa, Bosa brothers are quite similar, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> In more ways than one. Fucking got big noses and they're big little babies on the fucking field, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and they can't they can't take ridiculing by Eagles fans. <laughs> Uh, how do we how do we feel about the other side of the ball for both teams? Uh, let's start off with with the the San Francisco offense, clearly led by CMC. He should potentially be the MVP 
of the NFL only behind Patrick Mahomes. Uh, but you were not saying this shit in the in the regular. It wasn't. It wasn't. Time. But now I am. But now I am. I Gotta have... include the playoffs. This guy sucks. This guy sucks. <laughs> no, I still don't believe a quarterback should should be the MVP this year. It should be Reek or CMC. But the the San Francisco 49ers offense clearly led by Christian McCaffrey uh, and his skill and ability. Uh, they're going to be leaning on him a lot and knowing our defense against the run isn't all that great or really, really good against defending the pass. We have struggled against defending against the run. Um, but do you see the, the 49ers having to lean more on their passing abilities in this game? If, especially if the, the chiefs offense gets out to a heavy start. If this game plays out the way I've been talking about, uh, the Chiefs having an offensive explosion in the first half, the 49ers are going to panic and they're going to do exactly what the Ravens did, but with a much more drastic score, I feel like. Um, but they have playmakers. Brock Purdy at times can get the ball into those playmakers' hands. And God knows Kyle Shanahan can can scheme something up for his speedy position players, whoever that needs to be because it could be a, a tight end leak to George Kittle where nobody's really paying attention to him and he rips us for 30, 40 yards or something like that. Like they can get it done in, in multiple different ways. And that's what's so scary about it. But then you look at who's at the helm and it's not that scary. <laughs> I think we've gone up against more mobile quarterbacks all year. More than Brock Purdy, especially the past three weeks, we've definitely uh, been able to stop mobile quarterbacks. And Brock Purdy escaping the pocket, we're going to have somebody there for him. They're going to have to rely on the pass game. They're going to stick with the run game as long as they can, but we're going to bend but not break during this game. I would definitely say the last two weeks we've dealt with more mobile quarterbacks. I, I think Brock the last Purdy three is weeks mobile. we haven't played. We haven't, didn't play last week. Sorry. My bad. Last three games. Uh, I, I would say uh, Brock Purdy is more mobile than than Tua for sure. Um, but I, I also don't think that we really had to deal with the the legs of Lamar Jackson uh, in the last game that we played uh, just because of them trying to force the pass so much uh, and, and getting really, truly away from their game plan. Do you feel like the the defense for the Kansas City Chiefs can do the same thing to this 49ers offense, um, given that, listen, as we're going up against Kyle Shanahan, it's a guy who actually knows what he's doing versus some of the other offensive coordinators that we've played against this postseason. Uh, they've been together. This group of guys uh, uh, have been together quite a while, adding in CMC. Um, I, I, this is a really strong veteran group. Do you think that they can be moved off of whatever their script is going to be uh, and really have to chase this game? Listen, it's Spags in the Super Bowl. He's going to scheme it up perfectly. Uh, and Spags, we trust. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I truly think the more uh, entertaining, the, the the meatier matchup in, in this game is our defense versus the 49ers offense. The Chiefs defense... If they show up, if they play like they've been playing in the playoffs, they're going to slow the 49ers down enough to win this game. And that's just that's just it. 
our defense has been good enough to make the best playmakers in football make mistakes. So just because they have a star-studded offensive roster, regardless of who's at the quarterback position, we're going to make them make mistakes at certain points in this game. And I think the whole turnover differential thing in the regular season kind of shows now in the playoffs, like we've been getting ours and we've been capitalizing. So if our defense shows up, we'll win this game without a doubt. If we don't play to our potential and it's kind of obvious and we're making mistakes on defense, we're going to let them stay in this game. But KC's offense versus their defense, I feel like is, is, is pretty much tail of the tape. If we, if we stick to the run game, we're definitely going to have success, but our defense versus their offense is, is the more important matchup in my opinion. I would agree. And I, I see George Kittle uh, probably not being a big factor, at least in the stat box in this game, given that uh, our defensive line is that good. They're going to need all the extra help blocking as they well, can get. just has to make sure he doesn't get flat backed. Like that's the, that's the one thing I'm really going to be keeping my eye out on defense. If 56 yeah. ends up on his back because of George Kittle, I'm going to be a little upset. And it's not going to be just him. Uh, FNU is going to be a starter, I believe, on the outside because Charles is Charles Aminahue is out for the game, which is a big, big loss. But it sounds like be, I think he'll be on uh, Trent Williams' side, though. Well, I guess George Kittle lines up wherever, but he he helps on he helps more on the right side because they got Trent Williams on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah, FAU is is most likely going to be getting a lot of reps, if not also be the starter. Um, but I, I don't think George is going to be a big factor in the stat box. Obviously, he'll, he'll be a big factor in the game in in terms of blocking because they'll have six up front uh, to go on four, which they're going to need to keep guys off of off of Brock Purdy's back. Uh, to allow him to to be able to throw in any capacity, Chris um, Jones will be taking that double team all day. I, I would be inter- it, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how often Chris Jones actually lines up on the outside versus on the inside uh, as well. Um, I think we're going to be dialing up a lot of outside blitzes, a lot of corner blitzes, a lot of safety blitzes, all coming from the outside versus uh, versus the inside. I think there's going to be a lot of crazy blitzes drawn up, and they're all going to come from the outside, from from a DB of some sort. Well, Chris my, hot take for this, my hot take for this game is somebody from the defense is actually going to win Super Bowl MVP. Whoa. I would not be surprised. LJ? Um, yeah, that'd be nice. Super Bowl MVP, bro. CJ? I don't think we can afford him. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised at that because the one thing I, I went into this week thinking is like, we have had such a poor turnover differential this entire season, and then we get into the postseason, and that flips the script completely. Now, not like we've had a ton of turnovers or takeaways until we got to the Ravens game two weeks ago. We haven't been negative, but then we also had the huge positive game against the Ravens in the AFC Championship where we had three takeaways. And it's like, okay, now we're getting somewhere. I think we're going to have a big four takeaway game against the 49ers. And I think it's going to be a lot of fumbles, maybe not a lot of interceptions, but it's going to be a lot of fumbles because uh, guys are going to be closing down. Fumble. We can make your playmakers make mistakes. LJ we can walks make your quarterback throw an interception. 
LJ walks away with an interception and a fumble recovery. Wouldn't be surprised. Uh, do we have Mike Edwards in this game? Is he healthy? Mike Edwards is healthy. He is back. He's be good. Surprised if that interception instead goes to Mike Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> I the one thing I am surprised about, uh, boys, and a guy that we haven't talked a lot about, and it doesn't really factor into this game by any means. I wish we had him there, but Brian Cook, what the hell happened to him? He was supposed to be back, and he never got put on the IR. Well, did you remember he, seeing his foot completely? I remember right seeing his foot. If, if he was healthy, he'd be playing. Like they obviously kept him off IR to give him a shot. But if he be, if he was, he just was never talked about. I thought that was a really interesting aspect that that nobody had asked questions. They were We're sad about it, dude. Because we would be, we would be in it. Even if it's a little bit, we would be incrementally better with Brian Cook on the field with the the extra man, the rotation, you know, fresh legs keeping back there in the in the secondary. He's big for us and he's a playmaker. He would be one of the guys that I would say Brian Cook might pop the ball out this game. Brian Cook might get an interception or a big pass deflection. Like he's as young as he is, the man's a playmaker, and I would love to have him out there. Dog. Dog. Does uh does Chris Jones have a shot at making a Super Bowl MVP this week? Absolutely, week? absolutely, man. I, uh, dude's Aaron trying. Jones, he's still trying to get, get a bag. If he gets his sacks, he bro. Get if he three gets his sacks, sacks. Uh, fumble, fumble recovery, strip sack, strip sack would be huge, dude. Like tip, uh, tip pass if, interception. If it's a strip sack that leads to like a fumble recovery touchdown, like you damn Fall. sure he's going to be considered. To end the game, sack. Yeah, he's he's got that in his bag. Yeah, I th- this defense is gonna is gonna have to play a big role. I think they're gonna be out on the field quite they're a bit. Win it I for don't, us. I don't see the simple. game the way Tybo does, where it's gonna be a huge offensive explosion. I would love to see it. Don't get me wrong. I just think this is gonna be this is gonna 20, be the epitome of the season. Twenty plus is, points in the first half, and then we coast in the second. This is gonna be the epitome of the season. The defense wins us the game. You know what I think? It, to be cliche, call me quarterback speak, it's that 20-point threshold. We keep San Francisco under 20 points. There's not a shot in hell they're going to beat us. I'm thinking this is going to be more than a one-score game, guys. I think so, Oof. too. Are you guys ready to pick it? Can you I mean, let's go for it. We we gotta pick scores this week, you know. We do have to pick scores. Uh now just to just to kind of line everything up for everyone here. I'm I'm conceding. I'm not picking the 49ers right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Not, so that was that was the thing. I, I will not I will not give in to like I like my pride is is very important to me, and I will not give it away just to pick just to win forty dollars or some shit in this little pot that we got going. <laughs> like I'm you you know where I stand. All right. Well, we'll make this one easy. Obviously, Tybo is is picking uh the Chiefs here. Uh Sean and I, I believe, have also agreed that we will be picking the Chiefs. I picked uh, the Chiefs before the season even started, man. That's unlike fair. you. That's fair. Uh so I think if the Chiefs win, I, it's gotta go to me, right? You know, I think I think I did pick the Chiefs to make the Super Bowl very early, uh, and then we played. And then I retracted that statement, but the chiefs are the home team here in Vegas against the 49ers. They are two 
Point dogs. What is Vegas thinking? Two point dogs. We're all three riding with the Chiefs. Tybo, uh, let's go ahead and get uh, your score prediction here. I said at least six touchdowns. So. 42 to 21. <laughs> 42 to 21. All righty. 42. 21. Now, Sean, we tied last week. How do we want to how do we want to go here? I want to go ahead and go with uh Chiefs 31, Niners 17. 31 17. Is that what I heard? That's Sorry. what I said. 31 17. It's a pretty good score. Pretty good score. I'm going pretty good score. <laughs> He's picking the Niners. <laughs> I'm still sticking with the Chiefs, uh, but I think the game is going to be much, much closer. Uh, Chiefs, we're going to go here uh, 24. 19. Okay, that's a that's an odd one. How does one get to 19 points? Expecting a safety or something? Could be. See how it plays out. Expecting a missed extra point? Could be. Extra field goal? Jake Jake Moody does like to miss his kicks. He he has missed his kicks out there. More like Jake Booty. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that was good. That should be a fine. (laughs) That should be a fine. Rack it up. Either it is or it isn't. You know what I'm saying? It is. It is. is. (laughs) I definitely have the most fines. (laughs) Uh, Listen, we will be back early. I'm finding Sean for not having enough fines. (laughs) Are you kidding me, man? (laughs) We'll be back early next week to uh, to recap Super Bowl 58 after the Kansas City Chiefs have won. The parade will be in Kansas if Kansas City. If you if you live here in Kansas City and are a Chiefs fan or not, the parade will be on Valentine's Day. That is the fourteenth on Wednesday. You can have ready sex to have in public fun. at the parade on Valentine's <laughs> I, Day. I don't no know if you anything. can or can. no. They passed. They already passed that. It's like been a. It's been a Super Bowl law for like a long time now. Really? No, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Yes. <laughs> All right. You know what? Till next time. Go Chiefs. Go, Go Chiefs. Chiefs. Super Bowl 59 champion.